Hello, and welcome to the Beyond the Mirror podcast. This week, we'll go into Braxton's story with struggling um, with anorexia through high school. And her story is so interesting and so inspiring, so stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. Um, This is Braxton. She's going to share her story of struggling with anorexia um, early on in her life. So, Braxton, anything else you'd like to add? Nope. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you struggled with and how it all came about? Um, I was a senior in high school and I was I had always been skinny. <laughs> like I'm tall and skinny. That's just how I am. Um and for some reason I had the idea that I didn't like it when my legs jiggled when I walked something so silly but in high school it was like everything and I was convinced that nobody else had that struggle like it was only me yeah. um and it didn't matter what pants I was wearing or whatever so I thought well I need to go I need to diet I need to exercise I need to get my legs to stop jiggling yeah. um my little helper here is trying to grab the phone <laughs> hey um <laughs> hi bud <laughs> So I tried eating salads and just eating healthier and my legs were still jiggling. And then I started to notice things like, oh, my stomach sticks out or um, my face looks fat in the mirror, which none of them did. But you get that idea that you see one thing and then suddenly everything else (laughs) is like that too. Um, so I'm just going to move this back. <laughs> you can't reach it. Okay. Um, so I was like, well, the exercising and the dieting is not working. So yeah. I need to just like start skipping a couple meals. Like just, I'll just skip lunch and then hopefully it will go away. Like hopefully I'll lose the weight. So I started out with like just eating a small lunch or I, not eat my full lunch and then I started bringing home lunch and I would just bring like these tiny little meals hoping that it would help you know and then it got easier and easier to not eat like I would skip breakfast in the morning my mom had five kids it was not easy for her to keep track she wasn't keeping track of whether or not I was eating breakfast you know or I would tell her that I had stuff in my bag started not being honest because I was so worried about losing the weight um and then I stopped eating lunch altogether at school I sometimes I would pack it but then I wouldn't take it out I'd say I already ate or um I'm not hungry or whatever or I need to study and then I was dating um my boyfriend at the time and he started noticing he's like no you didn't eat earlier like you should sit down and eat lunch I'm like no no I already ate like it's fine um and I didn't think that anybody else really noticed I guess I wasn't really I didn't care I didn't (laughs) care if anybody else noticed I was the one that needed to lose the weight um and then I stopped going to lunch because I didn't want people to ask me why I wasn't eating and I didn't want to explain to them, well, I don't want my legs to jiggle and I don't like my face to be fat and everything else like nobody else understood. So 
I stopped, just stopped eating. I would eat dinner at home, like with my family, because we all sat down together for dinner and I couldn't get away from that. But that was the only meal that I was eating during the day. And I really wasn't like drinking anything either. Um, finally, after a couple of months, um, my I was playing a song for church at my church and um my mom was like you look way too skinny in that dress like you need to eat something and that was the first time that my mom had noticed and I was like oh no it was just the dress you know and then I secretly I'm like I look skinny people think I look skinny like this is good I'm achieving what I want to achieve and then I think it was a couple weeks after that I didn't eat lunch and my boyfriend came and found me in the library and was like, you have to eat lunch. Like I will drag you out of here and you'll go eat lunch. And I'm like, no, like I have to study for this test. And he's like, well, I'm going to text your mom. And I'm like, you wouldn't, you know? Yeah. And he did. He totally texted my mom and she freaked out and my dad freaked out. And um, after that, it was like, no, I didn't like have to go to the hospital or anything like it. Luckily it hadn't gotten that bad, but um, it was hard to go back to eating after that because I still was in the mentality that my legs are jiggling and my face was fat and, you know, there were girls skinnier than me and like, it was hard to go back to thinking normal about food. Um, but I did. And that's kind of my story. So, well, good. Thank you for sharing Braxton. So I guess a few questions for you. So first one that I thought of as we were chatting, um, was there something besides the fact that your legs felt jiggly, um, that caused you to think that your body wasn't enough as it was? Um, I, I don't know. I guess in my head, it was just like, there's other people skinnier than me. Like my sisters are skinnier than me and all my friends were skinnier than me and I need to be skinny too, even though they weren't any skinnier than me, you know, for some reason it was just like, I stuck in my head that I had to be skinny like everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what, I guess, cause as you're sharing your story, you're talking about a lot of almost like shame around not eating. So you did end up, I guess, lying a lot. Like, yeah, I did eat. Um, so I guess if someone, I don't know, I guess my first question would be when you, when your mom noticed at church that you looked too skinny, um, did you feel like you looked the way you wanted to at that point yeah I did it was like wow it's like she noticed that I'm skinny it was like I had achieved my goal you know gotcha but before she said that at that point in your life when you were playing the piano in church or whatever it was before she said anything did you feel like your body was where you wanted it to be um no, I don't think that if someone wouldn't have said anything to me, I don't think I ever would have said, oh, yeah, I'm skinny enough, you know, because it was just in my head, like, I got to be skinnier, I got to be skinnier, like, I, there was never, like, 
yeah, I've made it to I'm skinny enough, you know, it was like just a continuing thing until someone was like, oh yeah, you're skinny. And I was like, oh, I think I'm skinny. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that a lot of outward influences and people around you may have affected the way you thought about yourself? Yes. I yeah. think, I think in high school, you care a lot about what other people think, whether you mean to or not. Yeah. And yeah, I think 100%. And I don't think that there was anyone that ever told me that I look, that I was fat, you know, yeah. but it was just like looking at everybody else, they all were so skinny. So it was, for me, it was definitely like outward people are all skinny and I'm not and inside. I was not secure about who I was. Like I wasn't happy with who I was, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess my other question is, so you had a boyfriend, you had friends. Um, was there something that happened within that group of friends that made you feel like you had to prove yourself to them? Um, I've never thought about it that way, but my friends, I was like in the friend group of like the geniuses at the school, like the 4.0 kids. Yeah. And it was, are you okay? Or is it down to say hi? Hi, buddy. Um, so yeah, I guess like for me, it was like, well, what can I do to be as good as them? like school is hard for me I'm not a 4.0 but maybe I can be as skinny as them but yeah like like I said I've never thought about it like that but I'm sure that was probably playing into it like how can I fit into this friend group you know yeah for sure so Braxton when you decided that well I guess when other people noticed that you were too skinny and were not healthy um what were the steps you took to start to get back to normal for you? Um, for me, it was having everybody watch me all the time. So like, I didn't have a choice. Like my mom made sure that I ate breakfast before I left. So I couldn't get out of that one, you know, and my boyfriend and my I don't know if my friend, so my boyfriend was like making sure that I was eating lunch. So that was like one of the first steps. And that was hard because I'd been able to get away from it for so long. Yeah. It like probably went on for six months or so, you know, and I'd been able to get away from getting out of those situations. So it was hard to sit down and like have someone watch <laughs> me eat because sure. and the whole time I'm thinking, this is not having me getting skinny. I'm not going to be skinny after this. Like, that was hard. And then, um, like noticing like my hair was like falling out and I didn't notice because I was like missing all those vitamins. And so, um, I didn't notice until I started eating again that like my hair was falling out. And so I started taking some vitamins and, um, just being like, it was like a weird feeling to just always have someone watching me eat. I just remember that was like, yeah, I no longer had that freedom to eat whenever I wanted or eat by myself. So that yeah. was like the biggest step. But then after that, it was like eating by myself. And then, um, yeah. And then later on, I, I eventually said thank you to my boyfriend. Like, thank you for saying something because I was obviously too blind to, see yeah. what was going on you know yeah. so 
I don't remember the exact steps after like watching some, someone watching me being eat like yeah. eat but eventually I got back to like a healthy weight and um yeah okay. so how was that for you getting back to a healthy weight for yourself that was hard too like watching the yell go up you know yeah because six months I'd been obsessing where like it, I wanted to be like 110 you know and I got to like 115 and I was so close and that was hard to watch it go back up yeah. like I didn't realize how long it was gonna take for my thinking to not always be centered around eating and being skinny yeah yeah so now that it's been a few years since you've struggled with all of that um, have you found yourself going back into those habits ever? Um, not really with the food. Like I try to eat healthy, but I'm not like obsessive about it, which mm -hmm. is good. The scale thing, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a thing for everybody. Watch the scale up, go up and down. And you're like, oh, geez. <laughs> like when I was pregnant with Eli, last year it was just really hard to watch the scale go up and up and up and up being the heaviest that I've ever been you know but like thankfully I think I've healed from like being my skinniest and gone from being like I want to be skinny to like I want to be healthy so it's like yeah the scale went up and yeah I've been heavy but then I've exercised and I've eaten healthy and overall I just feel good you know and I watch other people struggle with feeling skinny and dieting and exercising. And every time I'm just like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. like your whole life becomes obsessing about that and you're really not happy. And it's yeah. sad because you're missing out on like, like my senior year I missed out on because I was so worried about my weight. Yeah. But so, yeah, I think I've come full circle and. I haven't ever gone back to skipping meals or anything like that, but I think it's just like a lifelong struggle of like, accepting who you are and like your body type and like you can't eat the same as other people yeah. and you can't exercise the same as other people. Like everybody's body works differently, but if you are happy with who you are, then like you'll feel good in your body no matter what size it is you know yeah for sure I love that um thank you for sharing your story Braxton so for any of those that may be struggling right now that are listening what would be your number one tip for them or top three whatever comes to your mind um first one is people are more aware than you realize um, I had friends after the fact say, oh, yeah, I noticed. And I wish some of them would have said something, you know. So, like, if there's friends that you have or if you are a friend of somebody else that is struggling, please say something. Because in their minds, they they don't understand and they can't see anything past their struggle, you know. And yeah. for those struggling, like I said, you're not alone and don't be afraid to reach out for help because people are more willing to help than you realize. Like yeah. you're not going to burden them and they're not going to judge you. They're going to want to help you. Um, yeah. My second piece of advice is, um, like I said before, if you like, um, 
it doesn't matter what size your body is or what you look like or what your voice sounds like or if you have anxiety or whatever you know like you have to figure out what makes you happy and life is too short to spend the whole time wishing you were somebody else and that's super hard until you reach the point that you're happy with who you are yeah but it's worth it to find that person yeah thank you for sharing that Braxton I love that because I feel like a lot of the time we're so busy thinking that we need to be someone else but ultimately it comes down to the fact of the matter that we were made to be different and unique and that's why it's not we're not made the same shape and size I mean I'm short and more stocky built and you're tall and thinner built that's just how life is you know and so yeah any other last things that you want to share with um, those listening? Uh, nope, I think that's it. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your story, Braxton. It's been so inspiring and I'm sure it's touched other people. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Mirror women embracing self-love and healing podcast we are so grateful you were here if you or anyone you know has struggled with an eating disorder or body image issues or is currently struggling and would be willing to share their experience and maybe get a little bit of help along the way please drop your information below as i'm sure other people can learn from your story too thank you for listening stay tuned for our next episode